you have a marketing plan for 2022? Well, you better have. And on this week's show, you're going to learn why it's important and how you create one. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm your host, as always, here on Cracking the Code, Weldon Long. With me once again for the third week in succession, we're so privileged to have the G-Man, the legend, the icon, Mr. Gary Ellix. It's great to see you, How Weldon. are you, man? How are you, buddy? I'm yeah, doing great. Thank I'm you. doing great, man. We're so lucky to have you back. Last couple of weeks, G-Man, we've been talking about your marketing boot camp, or your boot camp, strategic planning boot camp. A couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. we talked about the company-wide planning. Last week, we talked about the financial planning. And this week, uh, we're going to talk about the marketing planning. So uh, just share with our audience. We'll get into the dates and where you can attend these events. If, if you didn't see the previous two weeks, go back in the archives and watch them because you need to understand why the company-wide program uh, planning is so important, why the financial planning is so important, and of course, obviously, the marketing planning, which is kind of a component that fits underneath that big umbrella. So talk to us about what is involved in a marketing plan, an annual marketing plan, why it's important. Yeah, sales forecast, how much we want to grow, which which markets we want to grow in. Uh, we're going to ask questions about what strategies we're interested in. So there's about 15 different strategies, probably more than that, but we talk about 15 key strategies. Uh, how do we apply those strategies into the business? Uh, which ones are the most important? We try to we try to make those a priority. So, you know, you can't do everything. So what are the four or five strategies that you might want to pick and choose? So that could be acquisition, that could be growth and service agreements, that could be changing your pricing strategy. I mean, there's a lot of answers to those questions. Further behind that, then, we're going to break that down into a lead forecast. So a 52-week lead forecast, how many leads do I need? And then look at where you're getting your leads now and what the strategies for promotions are and how do we basically fill up the shoulder season. Uh, now, you've been in contracting a long time, and so have I. One thing I know is peak season is not my problem. Like right. when the machine is running... It's about holding on, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, basically. Uh, so our our problems are the cycle seasons or the shoulder seasons. So we're going to focus a lot on how do we get the shoulder season sales up to a level where we can actually be profitable. And if you can make money in your shoulder season, usually then you get to keep the money that you make in your peak season. Right. So right. historically, what we laugh about, you know, it's it's a joke, but it's not really funny. Is you know you, your first shoulder season, you lose money, you dig a big hole. Then you get into the peak season, you make a lot of money and you go, wow, okay, that's fantastic. I paid everybody off and I've got some money. And then the last season, you try to hold on to it. Right. And so we want to eliminate that cycle. That's a cycle of poverty. Yeah. Um, everybody that's in that cycle generally has a lot of uh, anxiety about where they are relative to labor, keeping the guys busy. And so our focus in the marketing uh, plan is to build a plan around the idea of let's get out of that cycle. Okay. Interesting stuff. And, you know, we think about marketing, we think about growing our company. Normally, we just think about selling more. Like I got to, if I'm at 5 million, I want to go to 6 million, I got to sell a million more. But what you're talking about these 15 strategies, it's very interesting to me, because like there's more ways to grow than just the traditional, I'm going to sell more. Mm -hmm. You mentioned acquisitions. Uh, you know, you mentioned maybe just raising your prices or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, Can you expand a little bit more on the different strategies? Because when I think about growing a company, I think about the traditional stuff. And what you're telling me is there's at least 14 other ways to skin that cat. So let's talk about some of those a little bit and ideas that people might get when they come into this boot camp. Yeah. So there isn't one recipe that say, okay, do it this way and it's going to work. Certainly that's sort of McDonald's philosophy and that works. Uh, But Burger King is successful and Arby's is, is successful and uh, Taco Bell seems to be successful. Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten a Taco Bell for a long time, but they're right. still around. Right. So they're all doing it different ways. But the, the consistency that they have is they all have great brands. 
Um, they all market, they all have processes. So um, if you've read the book Traction, it's uh, called the EOS, it's the Entrepreneurial Operating System. So for us, it's about taking the marketing plan for the contractor and asking the question, hey, what strategies here make the best sense for you? So if you're sitting at $125 an hour on your labor rate and service, I'm probably gonna encourage you to raise that. So that's a pricing strategy. Right. If you're where we are at $424 an hour on the labor rate, probably pricing isn't gonna get you where you wanna go on your 20% growth plan. You're gonna to have to do it a different way. So what we're gonna do through the boot camp, and obviously we get into the marketing section, is we're gonna break down the financial metrics and the financials and the numbers tell us where to uh, pinpoint. Uh, example, you know, I, I mentioned in the last week's show, we were closing 72% of our technician generated leads mm -hmm. uh, during our shoulder season. Uh, and we were, and that's our service agreements. So that's me coming into your house at the Broadmoor and talking to you and Taryn, and you guys are customers of ours. And we're talking about, hey, it's time for a new system. And you're going, hey, that sounds great. Let's do that. Versus a marketed lead where I send out a direct mail piece and it lands on somebody. It's the same promotion. We're closing 18%. So we looked at that and said, man, if we can move 18% to 40%, what does that do to our growth plan? That, that, you know, it, that asks a question, but it also gets us to a strategy that we need to employ sales training, you know, from Wally, come on out and teach our guys how right. to communicate better. So what we want to do is we want to minimize your marketing expenditures. I know that sounds strange coming from a guy who owns an agency. Right. However, it's true because I own contracting businesses as well. So the relationship there is you can spend more dollars in your marketing plan uh, on a higher revenue target and have the percentage be lower. So think of it this way, $300,000 on a $5 million company versus $400,000 on a $10 million company. I've spent more dollars, but the percentage is lower. Right. And so what we're doing is we're optimizing. And right. that's really the name of the game in the marketing boot camp is let's optimize what we're doing. Let's get every single return on invested dollar back for every dollar we're spending. Anybody can spend your money. Not everybody can right. tell you how to spend your money well. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. You know, and when you think about growing a company, there's kind of two traditional ways. You can acquire more customers or you can simply sell more stuff to your existing customers, right? Mm -hmm. Through offering different services, maybe raising your prices. And we'll talk about those different approaches, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and also, will you touch on the different types of, uh, of marketing? You know, you mentioned direct mail, digital, Right. Obviously, you know, Gary owns a digital marketing company. I market. We use it at my company. Uh, digital. There's direct mail. There's television. There's radio. There's this. And there's that. You know, are you going to talk about these different types of, of marketing mediums, I guess, or, or marketing methods in terms uh, of ways we can market? I know it's not a marketing, you know, workshop at all. It's a strategic big picture workshop. But will you touch on some of those things as well? Yeah, well, we break down every one of those mediums because all mediums, they're like children. They all have strengths and weaknesses. They come from the same family, but they're all different, as you know. So, you know, what happens in Chicago, Illinois versus Phoenix, Arizona versus Miami, those, those billboards may be different. So right. you may want to choose that strategy in one of those markets, but not the other. Radio is a great example, direct mail and so forth. So uh, we go through every medium. There's no medium that we don't love. Okay. Um, so for us, digital is the center of the universe at this point. Everything moves through the traffic pattern, through the website, through the digital, social media, reputation management. People are going to look at you online before they purchase from you in today's environment. So your reviews and your website and your social media all have to be tight. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, when I, we're, we're still going to want to have all kinds of marketing avenues. Um, and so what we want to do is we want to isolate you know, what works best for you in your particular community. 
Uh, and again, you could also you know look at rural versus uh, metropolitan area. You know, th there's going to be a huge difference in the cost associated with various media's. So if I'm rural, radio might be very inexpensive, but I'm not really hitting a lot of people because it's right. rural. Right. Versus if I'm in a major metro area, radio might hit, uh, you know, the reach might hit tons of people, but I don't have the money for the frequency. So those discussions and decisions are part of that marketing platform. So when you leave there, we not only want a marketing blueprint, we want a good understanding of what is the best blueprint, not just the fact that we're spending money. Absolutely. You know, and Gary's bringing 40 years of experience, expertise, and insight uh, to this three-day boot camp that he does, but you have to do some work too. Uh, Gary mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, uh, you know, we're going to look at where your leads are coming from now, yeah. which means that we got to come to this event with some uh, a little bit of preparation. Now, if you have a, a CRM that's running your stuff, you should be able to go in and say, okay, we get this many leads from this source and so on and so forth. Uh, you may not be that organized on a CRM. You may have to do a little, uh, a little preparation and find out where are your leads coming from because, you know, Gary's going to look at that and say, okay, well, obviously... This is your most effective lead source. It's your least expensive. You know, you need to do more of that, but you got to be able to have some information for him to give you that insight. So Gary, if you would just chat about uh, a little bit of preparation. I know that you do a lot of work during the three days, but the reality is we want to have some work done so that you can give them the most value out of their three days. Yeah, the prep work is important. So I don't care if they bring stick figures. I don't care if they have an abacus. <laughs> I don't care if they have the CRM that's you know great detail from, from where their uh, software platform is. Um, I will tell you that most companies probably don't have what we call lead attribution down to the science that we're going to talk about in the workshop. But part of the goal is to get you in a position to understand where you should head. Uh, so lead attribution is where did the lead come from? And then like you talk about in your rehash platform, uh, what happened to it? You know, did we sell it? And right. if we didn't sell it, where did it go? And how do we follow up until close? Till somebody says no to me, it's still a live target. So right. um, we're going to want people to prepare that. Um, we're going to send out a lead attribution tool uh, again. Uh, you know, I, I, there's a $10 million company that uh, is an iMarket client in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm doing some uh, individual work with them. And, and they're a very sophisticated group of people implementing scaling up. They have a scaling up coach. Uh, they understand metrics. And so we talked about um, marketing plan for 2022 already and lead attribution. When they sent me the lead attribution, even they weren't as prepared as I wanted them to be. Right. And I said, hey, can you guys go back and give me a better idea of existing leads? They had existing leads, about 1,500 existing customer leads. But where did those come from? Were they club right. agreement members? Were they non-club members? Um, what did we actually transact? So um, great people. They said, yeah, you know, we do need to go back and do better. So one of their 2022 marketing goals is to actually break down their lead attribution to right. a more detailed level so that they can understand their cost per lead, where they're spending their money, and whether or not they, can, they need to spend more money. So they asked me, well, what about, should we spend more money and paid? And my answer is, I don't really think you should spend any more money until we have a good understanding of what your production is in each one of these mediums. When we get to that level, then I can say, yeah, paid might be a good avenue because it's $300, you know, cost per lead there. But email marketing, for example, in their area is about $37. That's, I mean, those are the numbers that are, they're producing themselves. So we may want to focus more on that lead medium than the other. That's why we do the planning. That's why we do the prep work. If you can come prepared with those kinds of pieces of information and data, we can be more effective at giving you advice. If you, if you don't come prepared, that's okay too. Our goal will be to help you get better attribution as you walk out of the class. That's the name of the game. So all businesses are evolving. 
your, your business and my business are at different places in its life cycle. So that we're putting in structure one dot at a time and it takes years and years and years to build a great company. So that's, that's okay. No judgment. Right. Um, we just want you to be as, as knowledgeable as possible coming in and uh, wherever you come in at, we want you to be more knowledgeable when you leave. You know, and I think that's the important thing to remember that it is a process, right? To grow a company. And it's not about coming into this boot camp knowing everything, right? And having everything. Part of it is going home saying, wow, we got to start measuring this. Mm-hmm. We, we haven't been paying attention to this. So next year when you go see Gary, you, you will have learned that, right? So part of this is learning what you don't know. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse to be in a situation than not knowing what you don't know, right? Because that's flying blind. If you don't know something, that's great. But if you don't know what you don't know, you know, you're really flying blind. If nothing else out of this boot camp, you're going to know a lot of it. But there's some things you're like, wow, we didn't realize that. And it gives you things to go home and work on, be prepared for the next year. It's an ongoing organic process. Gary, talk to us real quick about, I know you're doing three of these yep. uh, over the course of the fall. Let's talk about those and the cities you're going to be in because they're all three great cities. Yeah. So we're going to start off in San Antonio. I believe that's November 10, 11, and 12. Um, and then we move uh, over to uh, Anaheim, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to bring the family, take the kids, I'm going to say that's uh, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. Okay. And uh, then we're going to be at SeaWorld. Uh, in Orlando, and I'm going to say that's uh, December eight, nine, and ten. Yep. Uh, and if uh, and if you're an iMarket customer, you might want to attend our boot camp, which is really a marketing uh, player's boot camp, and that's uh, December, uh, uh, well, November thirtieth through December second, also in Orlando. Nice. Uh, that's very specific to just marketing. That's what we're talking. Okay. And I just found out RGM uh, they're registered for your Orlando event, so they'll be in Orlando. Fantastic. And uh, I don't think I'll be able to be with them. I'll check the dates, but I'm pretty busy doing stuff as well. But yep. uh, it's. Critical, uh, we're going to have our GM down there, our, our marketing director will be down there, and just to make sure we get all the, the, the everything dialed in and make sure we have just the killer 2022. G-Man, thanks as always, thanks, my friend. Ron. Appreciate uh, you having Thanks me. for coming out to thanks our so beautiful much. little town here in Colorado Springs. Uh, we will see you guys next week here on Cracking the Code. Until next week, my friends, have a great week, and bye-bye for now.